Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Tap Room Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Live. Join with my guy, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. <laughs> How we doing over there, Ben? It was, a, it was a rough day. It was a rough day. Rough day for all Niners fans. It was, I mean, yeah, more so for the injury. How, seri- so, uh, how serious are those injuries, though, did they say? Did they say? Because, I mean, Depot is, like, walking no, around no. fine on the sideline. I don't think he's going to be out for that long. Um, No, I, I don't think they'll be out for long. But, you know, it was enough for them to, you know, to be out for three of both of them to be out for, you know, almost two and a half, three quarters. So <laughs> it's, a, it's huge um, for today. I think it's a humbling experience for today. Um you know, it's a. Uh, you know, it was a hell of a game. Started from uh, the, you know, warm ups. Yeah. And uh, you know, fuck. <clears throat> yeah, you, you you take an L, but sometimes those L hurt. But you gotta you gotta learn from those L's. So Brock Purdy I, takes his first loss as a starter in a full yep. game. Yeah. To none other than the XFL legend PJ Walker. No. They uh, he took his loss to the number one defense in the league right now, and that's oh, what you, you, you got to you, you take that L to. You and Irv weren't trying. You and Irv weren't trying to hear it last night. No, because if he had his uh, if he had his his repertoire, he would have uh, he played a shit game. But if he had his repertoire, if he had Debo, if he had uh, uh, CMC, they still would have won that game. <clears throat> they went down and they fucking drove at the end of the game to win the game. And it came down to a missed kick, two field goals that were missed. So you can't give Purdy, and, and this is uh, the fuck Shannon Sharp, uh, who's who's saying you uh, you have a trash quarterback right now. Um, that's that's bullshit. He came down the line when he needed to. He drove down the field, and the kicker missed it. So yeah, but it, did he have a bad game? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't up to his standard, but. You can, you know, you can take one elite offensive player going down, taking two elite offensive players going down. That that messes with your whole system, and that is is something that I don't. You I know, mean, Trent Williams was uh, was a little banged up today. Trent they didn't Williams get the ball get, to, Trent to Willi- Kittle. Trent Williams wanted to get out of there because Miles Garrett was working his ass all fucking. Miles Garrett was not working his ass. Miles Garrett had a bad game. Oh, we do today. 
You gotta watch. You gotta rewatch the game, bro. Miles I Garrett watched was, the game every single time. Miles Garrett did he, not have a great game, dude. He was tossing Trent Williams just because you don't see it, dude. Miles Garrett changes the way a defense has to scheme, and, and honestly, that's why the Niners. Miles Garrett had a good uh, third quarter. No, nah, that's it. This is the whole. That's it. The reason why the Browns were so successful defensively is because Miles Garrett was was working Trent Williams to the point where they had to double him, which was leaving the right side, which is the weakness of the Niners offensive line. And they were getting exposed, dude. Brock Purdy under pressure was not good today. Oh, no, absolutely. And there's a reason he was under pressure all day. Yeah. The, the strength of Brock Purdy is that he's, he's able to process very quickly and get the ball out efficiently and on time. And they were disrupting the, the rhythm because they were getting pressure so quickly and they were yes getting pressure no. rushing four. It's not like they were blitzing and, and rushing five or six guys. They were literally just rushing four, but they, they had to commit so many guys to Miles Garrett because Trent Williams couldn't take him one-on-one that it allowed other guys one-on-one opportunities and exposed that offensive line. And, and if there is a weakness of the Niners, it is the right side of that offensive line. That's, that's, that's their only weakness. You know what I mean? Like every team has a weakness. Some teams have multiple weaknesses. Their yeah. offense, their weakness is the right side of the offensive line, but yeah. they're able to it's, they're able to to negate that because Brock Purdy is able to get the ball out on time, and they have so many fucking weapons. So yeah, when they did lose Christian McCaffrey and they did lose Debo, that does kind of eliminate a couple weapons. But you can't sit here and use that as an excuse when the Cleveland Browns are playing with PJ fucking Walker, no Nick Chubb. They literally had to go I sign. Mean, yes Hunt and no. Off the they they allowed thirteen points. Bro, I don't want to hear no excuses, man. The I will Niners, take, the I will take my defense. I will take my defense allowing 13 points every single fucking game because every single fucking game that we have our onset offense working today, it wasn't. That's that's a, that's, a known fact. And that's what happens but in a seven game. And it didn't season. happen. And every single time that we do. It's going to be giving us more than 13 fucking points. Oh, for sure. So we'll take that. But, I will but, take that. But on every the, single fucking game but on that the flip my side, defense like, thirteen. That's how good the Browns' defense if, is. Absolutely. Browns, I'm not going to take anything away from the Browns' defense. They are good. They are great. I wouldn't say that they're number one overall because they would have got fucking work just like they did on the first drive if bro, we had, had all of they our had offense. CMC and Debo for two and a half quarters. A quarter and a half. And they only had one successful a quarter drive. and a half. They had two successful drives, the first drive and the last drive. That was the only no, two successful they, well, drives. Well, they had there. a successful drive, but the fucking kicker missed it. So That's what I'm saying. They had two successful drives. They had one in the beginning of the game where they scored a touchdown on an opening drive. And they yeah, had one you at still the take end. a successful drive out if, you're, if your kicker doesn't miss it. Their only other touchdown was because P.J. Walker threw an interception in the fucking oh, absolutely. red zone. Again, yeah, but we're talking there. I think it was drive number three. Where they drove down the field, they had a successful offense, ten plays, I believe, and then they missed the fucking field goal. Yeah, but it was it wasn't like a chip shot, dude. It was like a fifty. It wasn't yarder. a chip shot. Forty seven. Like but no, that was the game winning one. Was the forty seven? The uh, the other the one other he missed one was, was like fifty one. I think. I think it was fifty one. We can look it up. We'll, we're going to get to the Niners game later. I know I had a lot of Niners friends, you know, because. Pretty I'm much, not worried about the Niners if they have their players. Pretty much everyone I know is a Niners fan. And, and you know, honestly, if, if you're a Niners fan, I'd be looking at this as a blessing because the last thing you want to do is, like, cruise through the regular season and face no adversity, and then your Absolutely. first loss is, like, a very important playoff game. Like, yep. it's the NFL, dude. Any There's a reason why it's called any given Sunday because 
these are all good fucking teams, dude. Yeah. Anybody can fucking win. And it's not it's not easy to go on the road and win in the NFL, dude. Period. Absolutely. And and I, I, I will say this out loud too, because I have been saying for the last couple of weeks, like 17 and 0, 17 and 0, 17 and 0. Did I really think they were gonna go 17 and 0? No. Did they have a chance? Yes. Would I have loved that? Yes. But there was definitely doubt. I I'm gonna say that out out loud right now um they could have done it yes but it wasn't in the cards yeah and and you can't take every single game and like hold on to that thought of that team because every week is different in the nfl oh yeah it's like the bills should have lost tonight and i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh the bills suck because they almost lost to the giants like no dude that was a No, that was a difficult situation, dude. They came back from Europe. They lost their starting middle linebacker. They were without two tight ends. They were without an offensive. Like, they had so many injuries, and in, in, that's part of the game. But, like, this, there was I'm a the reason. Bills, I'm worried. I wouldn't be. This is, it, it was a tough situation. Let's, well, let's, before we get to that, before we get to that game, what are you sipping on, Ben? I'm going with a, uh, a beer from Santa Cruz. So, this is about 20 minutes uh, uh, west from me now. Um, so this is from discretion brewing company. I have gotten a couple beers from discretion. Um, they're, they're great Santa Cruz brewery. Um, if you're ever out there, definitely go, go try them out. Um, but this is a, uh, hazy IPA and this is called hole 27. Um, if you're a disc golfer, uh, you know what hole 27 is. It's called the top of the world uh, at De La Viega golf course or disc golf course. Um, I have played this many a times. It is a fucking incredible incredible uh hole um even if you're a golfer you would love this hole you're at the top of a hill um you're shooting down probably 200 300 feet um this is a 500 plus disc golf uh hole and you are just you are shooting the fucking world on this one um it's called the top of the world because you're looking at uh at the ocean what brewing company makes that been uh discretion discretion okay so it's a 6.8 uh, hazy IPA. Um, if anybody goes out there that's a disc, disc golfer, uh, use your putter. That's my uh, that that's my uh, word of advice for this. Um, I have toed this hole with my putter. Um, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful. I've used. I've I've probably played, played this course 25, 30 times. Um, if you're ever in Santa Cruz, if you're a disc golfer, go to De La Viega. It's, uh, it's uh, the nationals have been played there multiple times. Uh, it's a, it's a hell of a golf course. So it's great. Yeah, regular golf and disc golf. So it's crazy. This dude I went to high school with is like a nationally ranked disc golfer. now. that's awesome. It's so much fun. Yeah. I played a few times. I, I never really got like heavy into it, but like when I lived in Monterey, there was a disc golf course, like right next to my fucking house. So yep. I, uh, Played it's a couple, fun. Played a couple times with with Tommy Boy. Tommy, <clears throat> yeah. But, Tommy uh, got into it a lot recently. Yeah, so. I mean he he's kind of like he's he's always kind of been like in, into it. Not I guess not serious into it, but yeah, when he no. he's uh, definitely got more into it. But uh, yeah, Bro, man, I've, I've been playing this for decades. So <clears throat> yeah, I remember and you I have can your, put a, you have your bag and so. shit, and fucking, yep. that's a little too hardcore for me, Ben. I, Are I, you I would, sipping on anything? Uh, I'm just sipping on a Lagunitas, uh, keeping it really light tonight after last night. Uh, USC made me fucking almost fucking go burn fucking my neighborhood down, so. Yep. 
I was that. Shri had to talk me off the fucking ledge last night. (laughs) She told me, she said, you're like all those cowboy fans on TikTok. Yes, you (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dude, you just don't understand. Love it. You You don't understand. It's Notre Dame, and we're fucking getting destroyed, dude. This shit's not destroyed. even fucking close. Yep. Oh, yep. man. I got a lot of opinions on USC that, uh, yeah, man. So, No, I'm I'm vowing not to bet on college football for the rest of the year, so. College can be, college is, like, my most profitable, or college basketball is my most profitable sport by far. College football is in NFL or is my second and third. College football, though, like, you can literally, like, crazy. Like, last night, I had under 60 and a half Boise State and Colorado State, dude. There was 30 total points with eight minutes to go, and that game went over, Ben. Yeah. Eight minutes to go in the game, and the game went over. Like, yeah, college is just crazy. And, like, what was it? Friday night, we had Memphis plus four and a half. They're up 11 yeah. points, and they give up 21 straight, and we fucking yeah. lose the cover. Yeah. That's that's my college, like year so far is Memphis <clears throat> plus four and a half. That that encom- encapsulates everything. We had them plus five, and we fucking lost. Yeah, but the thing is, is like those bad those bad beats end up going your way. Like the night before, we had Houston plus three. They haven't for the last three weeks. So, hey, you could go on an insane heater though. Yeah, well, my insane heaters are going to be in hockey now. So we had a great week betting golf though. We did. That was a ton of fun. I watched golf. more golf this week than I have in like six months, probably. I'll just wait. Just wait until next year, Ben. When the when like uh, in the summer, when all all there is is baseball and golf. Yep. You're gonna be, especially because you're gonna be married, dude. So you're gonna be lounged up, kick your feet up, watching fucking the Genesis Open. Yeah, there we go. On a random yeah. June Sunday, dude. You're gonna be. Yep. It's the life, bro. Shriners was fun. It was it was definitely fun to watch and fun to uh, pay attention to. And again, that that's going to be something that I continue to do now that I don't have college football to take my money. And I'll throw it away in golf. So, <clears throat> nah, golf. Honestly, golf's actually probably my most profitable sport after this year. Yeah, I mean, golf and tennis, man. Yeah, and and <clears throat> and I love the whole like tennis aspect in in the betting field. And uh, you know, we got to make sure that we. Uh, promote sharps tonight but uh yep. but tennis is the the fun part too because there's not too many people that bet tennis so if like you can really focus on the numbers which i know you do and i profit off that so yeah there's not much like it's, there's not much uh, liquidity in the market so like you know usually like a sharp better will go and put five grand on a bet and it'll like immediately move the line and so if you catch that early yeah. You yeah. know it's like you know it's a pretty profitable bet, but I mean like the one thing about tennis though, Ben, that, that fucking drives me insane, dude, is like I just feel like especially like these smaller tournaments, like the bigger name guys, like Alcaraz, for example, dude, like this dude fucking got eliminated in like the quarterfinals two fucking events in a row because like yeah. he doesn't really care, dude. Like it don't mean that much to him. Yeah, the smaller events definitely don't when you're not making a ton of money off of this. But I think that's something that we need to uh, we need to to dive deeper into and, uh, and and make a make a program for us that alerts us when when these changes happen so we can be a little bit ahead of the head of the course 
and yeah. uh, head of the prime and and we can definitely do that we can we can make those programs that uh that alert us we'll we'll fucking build an app that that shoots us these uh th- these messages that you know this has changed because of this yeah and uh and we'll build that up to to really push us forward and you know and the the small markets and it doesn't matter if it's a big market event or a small market event you can make money wherever you want and that's i hear about like from tennis like sharp tennis guys that i know that they like they like betting the smaller events because there's not that much people betting them and Mm -hmm. they can like get it they can gain an edge on it which is like tennis kbo yeah but I, i feel like kbo now like it's a lot more bet now so like yeah. The edge is kind of lost a little bit. Well, I think that built up with uh, with COVID. Yeah. Yep. Not it was the right. only thing on was for only a thing good, on. good chunk. Yeah. So people got they got a uh, into uh, KBO. I mean, that's yep. like Trig. You know. Yeah. He uh, he got really into into COVID after during. I mean, not into COVID. He got he got really into KBO during COVID, dude, and that's how he became interested in it. Yeah, golf is my favorite sport to handicap though because it's literally the golfer versus the course. Like you don't have yeah. to, you don't have to factor in anything but weather, the course, and the golfer. That's it. Yeah, you don't have to factor Agreed. in other golfers. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. It's a personal game. Yep. All right. So let's uh let's move into uh, the first game. Oh, we are being brought to you by Sharps. S H A R P Z. Download it on your iPhone, Android. Google Pixel, wherever you can download an app, download it. Use promo code George five one seven. It's free to sign up, track your bets, become a better better like Ben. You know he could track his bets and understand that he's sucking at college football. So, what is he sucking at college football? Why is he sucking at college football? And should he continue betting college football? That's nope. what the app is for. So yep. download it, use it. You can also follow other people, and uh, such as ourselves and Tail. People that you uh, see doing a really good job, fade people you see doing a really dog shit job. So use the app, become a better, better sharps app. Yes, let's go. Yep. Um, so let's move on to the Sunday night game, Ben, the Bills and the Giants. Um, Bills closed 15 and a half point favorites. They closed 16 at South Point. That South Point was the only only shop they got to 16. Total was 43. Total flew under as the Bills yep. win 14 to 9. Um, Giants had a couple opportunities to actually win this game, man. They had the ball at the goal line to end the first half. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't, I haven't listened to the press conference, but from the looks of it, and I, I don't think Brian Dable is going to throw Tyra Taylor under the bus, but from the looks of it, he called in a play that was a that was an option run pass option play. Tyra Taylor decided to go to the run play. There wasn't yep. a ton of time on the clock. Saquon Barkley got stuffed. They didn't get any points. They Went into halftime with a 6-0 lead. Obviously, we knew the Bills were going to wake up at some point, and they did. Yeah, but it, take to, it took the fourth quarter for them to wake up. Yep, they were scoreless through three. Yep. Um, but the Bills end up putting up two touchdowns. They win 14-9. The Giants had the ball uh, able to score at the goal line once again at the end of the, yep. end of the, end of the game. There was a very questionable non PI or holding call on Darren Waller there at the end. I thought it was a pretty clear pass interference, but the refs had Final. called a pass interference the literally the play before, which was a pass interference, by the way. Mm. It's not like it wasn't. 
Um, so I don't think they wanted to call two in a row, dude. <laughs> they might not have gotten out of Buffalo safe, dude. Uh, so they made it, they made a business decision there, and uh, the Bills win fourteen to nine. So they they cut they win the game. You know, at the end of the day, a win's a win, I guess. You know, good teams win, great teams cover, and the Giants, dude, they uh, they cover their very first game of the year. Yep. So they are they now two, one in five ATS. They got two takeaways from this game. Uh, the first being that if uh, Daniel Jones was in this game, we would not be talking about how close this game was. Uh, I think Tyrod Taylor played a, a – I don't want to say a hell of a game because he didn't throw a touchdown, uh, but he was 24 for 36. He was, you know, 66% uh, for 200 yards. That's uh, that's better than I can expect with Daniel Jones. I think this was an upgrade uh, for this game. Um, Bro, Ben. And secondly – Ben, real yeah. quick. That's that's how bad our opinion is of Daniel Jones that we're oh, like absolutely. this dude that didn't even throw a touchdown. He's making forty was million fucking dollars a year. <laughs> what are you doing right now, Giants? Uh, Giants? Like that's that's bad. I don't want to bad bad. I don't want to like assume things, but Ben, don't you don't you kind of feel like the Giants played harder because they had a different quarterback? Oh, absolutely. They well, they kind of knew they had to. Well, and also, they also got Saquon Barkley the ball a lot. 24 carries for 93 yards. Um, that's something that Daniel Jones throws the ball away a lot more. He would have had 45-plus attempts um, in Daniel this game, jo- probably still only Daniel Jones throws a lot of interceptions, too. Well, yeah, and, and that's that's the big thing. He would have had 45 attempts compared to the 36. He would have only uh, completed 24 still. Um, and he probably would have had two interceptions there. Um, and that takes away from Saquon, who, you know, didn't have the greatest. He was still, what, 3.6, 3.7. Um, what was his average per? Saquon? Yeah. Yeah, it was like 3.9. Uh, 3.9. So, I mean, not great, but still, like, that's – he he needs to have a ball in his hand because he is that offense. And, you know, it's uh, – you know, it's it's unfortunate that you have to go to your backup to have that type of offense. Um, defense played great. I, I think the bigger thing was uh, that, you know, the, the Bills defense won this game in two spots. They fucking, they stayed on the ball carrier at the end of the second half and the end of the fourth quarter when they couldn't, the the Giants offense couldn't get back to the line of scrimmage in time because the defense was staying on top of Saquon in the the second quarter and they were staying on top of another player. Well, that was they delayed the 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 time to get back to the line. Yeah, that was well. That's the problem is the first half, and that's why like I don't think Dable's going to throw Tyrod Taylor under the bus. Yeah, but like that shouldn't have been a run there. Like you have to throw the ball, dude. You can't afford to because you have no timeout. So. You can't afford that. Like you need to throw the yeah. ball, and if you don't have it, you throw it away and you take the three. Because if yeah. they if they take the three in the at the end of the first half, they, they still probably wouldn't have won the game. But I mean, like they could have nine nothing's a lot better than it's six a, nothing. Yep, and it's a different ball game if you play nine nothing. You come out at a nine nothing instead of a six nothing. Yep. You know, and that was a, it was a huge there, momentum so. swing there because if you're the Bills, like yep. you're like, dude, we just played our probably our worst half of the year. And we should be down way more, but we snuck out of there with the six nothing lead yep. or six nothing deficit. If it wasn't the Giants, they wouldn't would have been down by twenty four. Yep. Yep. 
So, I, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna put a ton into this with like, with Buffalo because like they did come back from London. They are they are pretty banged up, and uh, you know it is early in the season, but you know the Giants the Giants played hard, dude. They really they did. Definitely did, and they they played honestly. In my opinion, they played their best game of the year. Um, I know they had a good half against Arizona, but aside from that, like complete game, I thought they played pretty well. Their defense actually fucking showed up and showed out, and they played with fucking yeah. they got played like they had dog in them, dude. And like yeah. that's been missing from this team and. I think they got to continue wearing those throwbacks, Ben. Uh, if if I'm Buffalo, I'm I'm happy with my fucking schedule right now because you are so fucking lucky to come back with the Patriots next week, the Buccaneers after that. You've got a decently tough team in the Bengals, and then you go to the Broncos. Who knows what the Jets are going to be in four weeks? We're so gonna, that's, we're going to get to the Patriots soon, but yeah, that team's in fucking disarray, dude. The Patriots are dog shit right now. The Bucks are kind of uh, a huge question mark. The Bengals are a huge question mark. The Bengals or the Broncos trash. Um, and then you have the Jets, which is a, again, a huge question mark, but then, then you got a tough stretch. You've got the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys and the Chargers. For some reason, the Bills cannot beat the Jets the last two years. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if in the Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, they go one for four or one and four. The Bills, yeah. You mean four and one or one? You think one they, and four? You think they win one game? They very well could. Stop it, Ben. They could go two and three, but they could go one for four. Stop it. They don't play well against the Jets. The Eagles is a question mark. I don't. They don't beat the Chiefs. They don't beat the Cowboys. The Chargers are a question mark. The Chargers, you just you never know, dude. <laughs> like yeah. The Chargers just find ways to lose, which is fucking yeah. comedy. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game. We got the Eagles at the Jets. Um, Eagles closed six and a half point favorites. The total was forty four. The total goes under. The Jets cover and they win outright. As I think they were like, uh, I think they were like plus two seventy five dogs. Yeah, um, Jets win six and a half point spread. Jets win twenty to fourteen. Um, Lane Johnson went out in like the second quarter, but man, the Jets—you got to really credit the Jets, Jets defense because I mean they made things really difficult yeah. for the Eagles. You know, Jalen Hurts was was out there like running around, and he did end up throwing three interceptions, which is something that we got to keep an eye on because he has more turnovers this year already than he had all of last year. Yeah. Um. And then you know Zach Wilson, like he just continues to make enough plays for the for the Jets to win. And, and when you got a defense as good as as good as the Jets, like you just need to not lose the game. And like yep. I felt like Zach Wilson kind of portrayed that today. Yep. Um, I thought that was the biggest thing is is Zach Wilson didn't throw an interception, <clears throat> and yep. that's that's huge. He that just can't five lose sacks the game. for thirty one yards. That offensive line has to step up, but he didn't throw an interception. Well, the crazy thing about this game, Ben, was like. You know, I bet the Jets plus six and a half, mm-hmm. but I was I was like, okay, because Jalen Carter was out and like they were missing a couple other defensive players. I was like, all right, the Jets are probably gonna be able to run the ball. Like they run the ball pretty well with Brees Hall, dude. Yeah. They they couldn't run the ball. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? Like Brees Hall had a horrible game. Yeah, no, nah, they they could not run the. They didn't even run the ball for a hundred yards as a team. But you know that defense stepped up and they got a bunch of interceptions and gave the gave the Jets short field. And again, yeah. Zach Wilson didn't turn the ball over, and that was huge. Yeah. That was the Huge. biggest difference in the fucking game. Was Zach Wilson hung onto the ball? Jalen Hurts turned the ball over, and uh, well, 
and this is what we've been talking about. Like the Eagles have an easy schedule. They had an easy schedule up so far. And now we see, I mean, I, I didn't think that this week was the week that they were going to lose, but when you play the Patriots, the Vikings, the Bucks, the Commanders, the Rams, you're going to get W's there. Maybe, maybe one and uh, five and one, four and one, excuse me, instead of five and oh, but you're going to get wins there. I thought next week was going to be their, you know, the, their first loss comes at the Jets. But they got a tough schedule later. Who, in the do they, who do they play next week? Next week they go to the Dolphins. Ooh, that's gonna be a game. Is that on uh, primetime? Uh, yeah, Sunday Night Football. It, it sorry, it's they don't go to the Dolphins. They in Philly versus the Dolphins on Sunday Night uh, Football. What's that on Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday night. Um, they've got the Commies after that, but then they go Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. That's, that's a, a tough stretch. That's a tough schedule because the Cowboys will. It's stretch. Cowboys are no matter what we think of the Cowboys, it's still a division game. They yep. always play each other pretty tough. Yep, that is a very difficult schedule. And I put the Cowboys and, and the Eagles at the same level there. I mean, I, I I hear you. I I see what you're getting at, but bro, the way the the way the Dak played against the Niners, dude, like. That too can he 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 doesn't do well in big games, bro. Yeah, but division he plays better. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be like that November fifth game, and then they play again December tenth. Those are gonna be two fucking huge games. Oh yeah, I mean those will probably be for the division. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's move okay. on to uh, the Cardinals at the Rams. Um, the Cardinal or Rams closed like seven, seven and a half point favorites, depending on where you shop at. The total was 47 and a half. The game goes under Rams went 26 and nine Rams really struggled in the first half. And then Sean McVay finally realized, Hey, we should probably run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ran the ball in the second half. Yeah. Um, and actually absolutely controlled the game. Kyron Williams, 20 attempts, 158 yards, one touchdown. He did leave the game hurt. So we do have to keep an eye on that. Um, but the Cardinals, uh, you know, they've come back down to earth. They got the phone call. They've come back down. Yeah, they've come back down to earth. And I had I had the Rams in my survivor today. Like, I didn't have any betting interest other than that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I texted you in the first half. I was like, bro, I'm, I'm about to lose this survivor pick because the fucking Cardinals are going to fucking And what did me. I tell you? There's plenty of game left. <laughs> but the, <clears throat> Rams did their thing. Um, I don't yeah. know if there's anything to take away from this other than. No, Joshua Dobbs isn't it? Nah, we knew that though. Yeah, he's yeah. He had a couple of good games, some flashes, but, and uh, that was that. But also, the Rams aren't it either. Nah, nah. They're, it's I mean, take another I mean, year or two. It, but and they traded. They don't. They still don't have a first round pick this year, right? No, nah, I think they do have a first round pick this year. I thought. I thought they traded last year's and this year's for. Uh, nah, they traded the two years previous. I mean, you could. I I'm pretty I sure they own? have a. I'm pretty sure they have a first round pick this year. I don't know for sure off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure they do. But I mean, they've been they've been nailing draft picks in the late rounds, dude. Like getting Puka Nakua, dude. Like whoever would have thought that Huge. dude would be as yeah. good as he has been. But are they? Nope. Oh, 2023. Hold on, 2024, right? Yeah, 2024 draft pick. 
they do hold their first round pick for 2024. Yeah. yeah. So they got it back this year. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm with you, dude. I think they're a, little, a year or two away. Like, but Nakua was definitely a, a great draft pick, but. They just got to they gotta rebuild that offensive line because, you know, they yeah. lost a lot. And then, you know, Aaron Donald, I don't know how much time he has left. Because mm-hmm. he, he, not that he can't play, but he just said himself like he's, you know. He's kind of done. Yeah, winding yeah. winding down. And then, you know, who who knows how long Matt Stafford has. So, like, they got to kind of get a game plan around how they're going to build that um yeah, yeah I, th- I think the rams you know i think they're a good team i just don't they're not a great team anymore no they're one of those teams that's gonna like upset some teams though for sure yeah. oh absolutely absolutely they're gonna make things difficult yeah all right let's move on to the next game we had the lions at the bucks uh lions closed three point favorites the total was 44 this game also went under um and then the total was 20 to 6 uh, Lions cover went outright. Um, Tampa Bay just could not get anything going offensively. The Lions defense was disruptive, absolutely incredible. And the biggest thing about this game was the Tampa Bay Bucks just could not get off the field on third down. The, the Lions were on third downs. They were nine of 16 from third down, dude, just can't win ball games like that. And a lot of them were like third and 13, third and nine. Like they were long third downs and they, they were able to get off the field. So, um, you know, I was on the bucks plus three. I thought it was a good spot. They were coming off the bye week. Um, but unfortunately, um, you know, Baker was Baker dude. Yeah. And like you said, bucks were not good on third down. They were two for 12. Yeah. They were two for 12 and the lines were nine of 16. Yeah. Um, yeah, and let's let's be real. Tampa Bay needs a fucking running back. Um, well, they couldn't run the ball last year either. It's it's their offensive no, well, line, and they had a quarterback that could throw the ball. I'm sorry, Baker, you can kind of throw the ball, but they need that dual threat offense if you're going to have Baker back there. If you have a QB <clears throat> like. You know, like the the greatest QB in sports history. Yeah, you can. You, you don't need a running offense, but when you are oh, going what? from the greatest QB, they they never had the greatest QB. They had one of the greatest QBs. They had the most, Tom Brady was one they had of the, the most winning QBs. QB. Yeah, Tom Brady was one of the greatest QBs. Most talented though. That's that's Jonathan Elway. He's he's top what ten. Who? Who? Elway? Come on. No. Oh, Brady? Oh, Brady's Brady. like, Brady's top five for sure. Top three. Yeah. But I mean like when you're talk when we talk like when you actually break yeah. down quarterback, like Brady's the most winning quarterback. There's no doubt. There's no Absolutely. doubt about that. Yeah. And he's a he's a winning player. Like that's why he's as good as he is. But like John Elway, Dan Marino. Aaron Rodgers, like these are Patrick Mahomes, more talented quarterbacks. Absolutely. But when you have a, I mean, yes, Tom Brady in his prime is probably more talented. Uh, than who? At, at least equitable to all of those QBs that you. No. In his prime? No. Yes. No. No chance. No. Dude. Dan Marino drugged some, dude, 
in his prime equitable. I mean, I put Brady top five for sure. But I think, yeah. Dan, my, in my opinion, Dan Marino, John L.A., Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers. No, because I, I think Montana's on the same level as Brady. We're like, they're both winning quarterbacks. They don't like possess any talents that are greater than anybody else. Oh, come on. They're not greater than anybody else. Uh, they have average arm talent. Um, Give me a break. Bro. They have above average arm talent. No, they have average arm talent. Both they're, of them. They have high IQs. Average. They have high IQs. Yeah, and above average arm and talent. They yeah. both had two. They both had the two greatest coaches in the history of the NFL. <laughs> they both had great talent around them. Um, we got to talk about the that the, the second greatest coach in the NFL right there. By the way, not nah, Belichick's a, about Belichick's the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Uh, uh. Dude, he's he's. Uh, I mean, I guess there's an argument to be made. Bill Walsh. <laughs> there's a very good argument yeah, yeah. to be made there. <clears throat> but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as talent, dude, like when you don't have an elite quarterback like Tom Brady. Look what Belichick's doing right now. I also think elite. I also I also like think Brady. that with Belichick, though, I think he's like tried to. I think he's gotten too cocky to the point where, like, he's drafting these, like, random dudes, like, hella high, like, that drafted that kid strange in the first round when every fucking scout and draft person had him as a third-round talent. It's like, the, the the Patriots don't have any talent, dude. Look at their wide receiver core. Like, they don't well, have think, any wide receivers. Well, I think the problem with the Patriots is they're back in the 2000s, and, and that's what Belichick's issue is, is that this team would have been good 10, 20 years ago when Belichick was at his prime. But that's not where the NFL is right now. Uh, the NFL is at a multi-faceted offense, and New England definitely doesn't have a multi-faceted offense. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with... Over the years. I think, and, that has, I think a lot of that, though, Ben, has to do with the fact that, like, he's hard-headed, dude. Like, he... Oh, absolutely. He, he wants to prove that, he's smarter than everybody. He wants to prove he's smarter than everybody, and he wants to prove that his system worked yeah. and works. Well, he th- he wants to prove that his system works, but it's his system worked. It's not... Like, at this present time, his system does not work anymore. His system worked previously, which is why they won and why they were successful. But yeah, now because, it's it's, well, it's a different type that the league has evolved. And well, the Patriots were good before what because has come. the Patriots were good before Ben because they were so good defensively. Yeah, and their and offense they don't have that now. Their offense complemented the defense because Brady didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, and he made plays when you needed plays to be made. Now he's got Mac Jones who turns the ball over like fucking crazy. Right, so it doesn't even matter how good the defense is, dude. Because Mac Johnson doesn't doesn't have that bad of a turnover ratio, bro. He's he's, he's literally he's, lost them like three games this year because yeah, he turns the, the ball the, over. The turnover ratio is not that bad. It's the it, it's the three and outs. No, nah, this year the, he's like how many interceptions do you have this year? He's got to have like seven interceptions compared to like I, five no. touchdowns. No, 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 no. Andy's had some. Dog shit fumbles, like bro. He literally against the uh, against the 
Cowboys and Patriots do. Like, he gave both those teams, like, 42 points combined. Oh, wow, never mind. Sorry. Yep, no, sorry. Seven interceptions. Yeah, he sorry. sucks, dude. Yep, sorry. Yep, my bad. All, all 100% my bad. You can't turn the ball over like that and expect to win games. Like, no matter how good your defense is, dude, like, you can't <laughs> do it. You're putting yep. your defense in unfavorable situations over and over and over again because you can't fucking hang on to the football. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That was that was my wrong. Like 100% how, right wrong. I like how we went off there. Let's let's hop into that Raiders game. So Patriots at Raiders. Raiders close three-point favorites. The total is 42. Um, I definitely felt like the Patriots were the right side here at as a three-point dog. I, however, there was 0.000% chance I was playing the Patriots as I played them the last two weeks and got fucking absolutely obliterated. And I'm so fucking glad I didn't play them today because that safety at the end literally cost them the cover. Yep. This Patriots team, been like we've been talking about, just absolutely fucking atrocious, dude. They cannot... Mac Jones cannot hang on to the football. But... Bill Belichick's sitting here, and he's, like, steadfast and, like, not benching the guy, dude. Like, you yeah. you cannot continue to let this dude play quarterback, bro. He's literally losing you games. Yeah. Every week, he's lost them two of the last three games. I, I'm not going to put it all on him this week, but the last two games, he literally lost them. They had no chance because of his quarterback play. Yeah. So Yeah, no, you're not wrong. My my question to you is, you know, the Patriots are sitting here, Ben, they're, what, one and four? One and five? Five. One and five. I mean, they have zero percent chance at the fucking playoffs. That shit's over with. Yeah. If you're Bill Belichick, do you just fucking bench Mac Jones and see what you got in Malik Cunningham? And, cause I don't think, as much as I love Bailey Zappi, I don't think Bailey Zappi's it either. Um, and and I mean their their defense is pretty banged up, but I mean like, dude, they had a, they had chances in this game, and Mac Jones is just he he's just not it, bro. He's a he's a career backup. Yeah. He'll be a great he'll be a great backup, dude. He'll yeah. be a he'll be the kind of backup that can come in and win you a game. But one well, and what I, I I laugh at the most is that when you know, when the Niners drafted Trey Lance, it was like, oh God, please don't draft Mac Jones. And Mac Jones comes out and has a great fucking freshman year. First year was, was outstanding, but then year two, year three, I mean, year two wasn't great. We attribute it to the sophomore slump. Year three has just been atrocious. Yep. I I mean, I, I at least can say, thank God we got a, what seventh round pick, fifth round pick, sixth round pick for uh, for Trey Lance? Uh, I still think the we Patriots ain't getting nothing him. for fucking but, yeah. Mike Jones. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's lost it. But you know, I I know it's a whole like attribution to the group that you're with, but he is just he he's turned down. I think you do have to go to Zappy Cunningham now and and moving forward and something that i texted you earlier was like who goes first does it is it mac jones getting traded or is it uh is it belichick getting fired i don't think mac jones well this is the thing dude he's like belichick is 
he's done so he's much. Get fired. Yeah, he's it's, he's it's done so much year. for the Patriots, dude. That it's yeah. like that is it, it's more of like a mutual consent. Like Bill, you know Robert Kraft or uh, Bob Kraft. He's he's gonna go to Bill Belichick. At least I assume this because a lot of people's assumptions is like that. He wants Bill Belichick to break the break um, the wins record by Bill Walsh or Seifert, whoever has the will, most wins. Will he? I mean, he's only like twenty games away. Yeah, I don't think he will. I mean, bro, he could like be senile in a fucking wheelchair. 20, but but twenty games away that that could be three seasons at this point. It could, but that's that's why if I'm if I'm craft dude, like I, I go to Bill and I'm like, yo, like this ain't working out, bro. Like let us move on and you can like go move on and you know perfect situation might come up in San Diego, right? They fire Brandon Staley, Bill I'm goes going, out there, coaches I'm not going to Belichick from Staley. I would. Dude, Bill's still a good coach, bro. That's that's a apples to apples. That's not even apples and oranges. You give, Bill, you, give Bill, you give Bill a quarterback like Herbert and just say like, hey, fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, you're going against Patrick Mahomes too much. Sure, but I mean, that's, you're still going to win That's the games. division I'm not going to. Dude, if, if anywhere I'm not ben, going to ben, the, the AFC. Ben, the Chargers, have, the Chargers have one of the best rosters in football. They just, they're just uh, poorly coached, dude. That's... Why the Chargers have oh, absolutely, downfalls. but we we've learned from Belichick that he is not at that level of coaching. No, I think he's still at anymore. that level. I just don't think he's at that level of talent evaluation. That's his problem, dude. It's not. The, it's the the Patriots aren't a good team because they don't have talent, dude. They have zero talent. That's not the division. I'm. I if I'm hiring Bill Belichick, that's not the division I'm going to. NFC North, yeah, maybe. NFC South, yeah, but yeah, none of those, maybe. You gotta, you gotta look at the talent on the roster, dude. Like he's not gonna go to a team that fucking has nothing. Like he's not gonna go to the Bears. He's gonna go to Green Bay. He's gonna go to Minnesota. He ain't going to no Green Bay, dude. Green Bay's not firing fucking. What's his face? They might. <clears throat> Minnesota, dude. They're they're not gonna have a quarterback after this year. What are they gonna do? Why would he go there? He can go to San Diego. You got Justin Herbert. He's the top five quarterback in the league. That's the hardest position to get. That's the hardest position to solidify as a quarterback. Why would he go to a roster that doesn't have a quarterback? That's his problem now. He doesn't have a quarterback. So why the fuck would he go to a roster without a quarterback? That's why it was was weird. Mac Jones was supposed to be the next Herbert. So are they going to... Herbert's Is way he more, going to fuck up Herbert? Herbert's way more talented than Mac Jones. Way more athletic. Way more. Oh, it's not even close, dude. What are we talking about? Jones was supposed to be the next Herbert. So, to who? To everyone. He was supposed to be the next Herbert. Oh, Jones, Jones was supposed to be the safest pick of the draft outside of Lawrence because he's just he he plays that safe type of game where he, he can he was accurate. But now he can't fucking read a defense. But he didn't have any fucking. Well, but we knew that he. We knew he didn't have any fucking football smarts. We knew he didn't have any smarts. When you get fucking two DUIs, you don't have any smarts. It's true. 
All right, let's move on to uh, Carolina and Miami. Carolina or uh, Miami closed fourteen point favorites. The total is forty seven. This game flies over the total. Final score forty two twenty one. Miami covers. Um, it's funny thing about Miami, dude, is like they <laughs> they just run the score up, bro. Like they do. Yep. If if you're a Miami backer, dude, like you have to fucking love Mike McDaniel because like this game was over. They should have just fucking like sat on the ball and just not done shit, but they uh they put that final T D in to cover the fourteen and I'm starting to think Mike McDaniel is very much like um um what's his face? Uh homeboy, the coach of uh Penn State in college, because like that dude always knows the spread and he always covers it. Yeah. I'm starting to think I, Mike McDaniel is the same way. I didn't see the uh Tyree backflip and I, I need to see that. Oh that was comedy man. Yeah. But I don't think either of us were uh, shocked at this one. No, not at all. Not Miami's really. Miami's good. Carolina uh, sucks. So yeah, Miami's good. My my only question is like, can they play enough defense? Yeah, yeah. They can put the points up, but can they? Can they stop <laughs> everything? Twenty one. Carolina should not scored twenty one, but is what it is. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, Saints at Houston. Houston was two-point dogs. Total was 42. This game goes under. Houston wins 20-13. to 13. Derek Carr, 32 of 50, 353 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Saints just could not get in the fucking end zone. They they were, like, consistently in the red zone, dude. They just could not score. Hmm. Um, C.J. Stroud, 13 of 27. He goes under sixty, under fifty percent. One hundred ninety-nine yards, two touchdowns, one interception through his first interception. He does have the record for most completions without an interception as a rookie, but that gets snapped. Um, Saints are just—they're not a good team, dude. Yeah, I did not watch this game. Um, this was someone in game. Yeah, I was I was focused on Niners at this point, yeah. uh, but looking at the lines like. Derek Carr, 353 yards, uh, touchdown and interception. You got to put more points up than seven. Yep. And then just seven and two, uh, two field goals. Like that's, that's not okay. And, and new Orleans saints fans are going to be mad for a long time because he signed a long contract here and he is not, He's not it. We knew he wasn't it in in Oakland, in Vegas, and now we're learning he's not it in New Orleans either. So, yep, I agree. Um, he probably would have been good in San Francisco with all the offensive firepower, but and not I mean, out every single person, bro. There's that report came out, and uh, I think it was Sports Illustrated that like the dude can't take constructive criticism, and like yeah. in my opinion, that's just. That's like the worst kind of leader that you want. So yeah. I, I don't know if he'll be successful anywhere, dude. I just think that the Saints were like absolutely desperate. They'd probably be yeah. better off with Jameis Winston, to be honest. And uh, Jameis, they should have gone for Jimmy G. Poor Jim. Um, we got to talk about Jimmy G too, but Jimmy's hurt again. So yeah, that. And Jimmy looks like he's hurt bad. I mean, what's new, dude? Story yep. of his fucking career. He made a glass. All right, let's move on to uh, Seattle at Cincy. Cincy closed three-point favorites, total 45 and a half. This game goes under. Uh, Seattle covers. 
or I'm sorry, the Saints. I mean, um, Bengals cover the three. Um, this was just a fucking another sloppy game, dude. This was. Yep. I don't know what the fuck was going on in this game. Geno Smith was terrible. Twenty-seven to forty-one, three hundred twenty-three yards, two interceptions. Earl wasn't great either. That was just uh, it, like I said, it was an ugly fucking game, dude. And yep. Uh, the Bengals escaped, dude. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the next game. Niners at Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland was nine and a half point dogs. The total was 36. Pushes on the total. Cleveland wins outright. Does not push on the total. Yeah, 36. 30, the total was 36. It opened at 47 and a half. And it closed at 36. Holy Because of the weather, Jesus. Dude. Yeah, and then uh, and Deshaun, huh? Yeah, probably a mixture of both. Thirty six. Wow, that's low. Yep. Uh, Brock Purdy, twelve of twenty seven, under fifty percent, hundred twenty five yards, one touchdown, one interception. PJ Walker, eighteen of thirty four, hundred ninety two yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, two big miss field goals by the Niners, and Cleveland wins the game, nineteen to seventeen. I mean, what can you do? What can you do when two of your best players go out? Um, what can you do when, I mean, defensively, San Francisco played a great game. Defensively, Cleveland played a great game. Offensively, both of these teams sucked. That was ugly. I think the weather had a lot to do with it. I think yep. both defenses are, like you said, I think these are two of the best defenses in the league, so that had a lot yep. to do with it. Brock had a horrible game. Yeah. Horrible game. It's his first bad game. Let's let's be real about it. Um, but if he again, if he can go down at the end of the game, charge the field, and they lose by missing a field goal without your top running back and your top wide receiver, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean the NFL man, any given Sunday. Yep. You know, I was on the Browns. Had a money line too, so I'm not I'm not too upset with anything. Uh, you got lucky; you shouldn't have won. Nah, fuck out of here. You should not have won. Be real; you should not have run. You have to admit that you should not have won. Nah, they they were gonna win that game. I had, that's bullshit. You should not have won, and you need no to admit doubts. that. You nah. need to admit that they should have hit a 41 fucking yard field goal. Yeah, you're taking a sip, so you don't have to admit it. Yeah, I, I fucking hey, know you. Hey, I've been on so many of the wrong side of these bad beats, dude, that it's about time I get and on the right side. No, of but you got fucking lucky, and you cannot and you cannot deny that. Hey, luck's part of it, but you know what? I knew the Browns were going to be in this game, so taking a 4-1 to one dog is... Yeah, but the Browns are only in this game because they lose two fucking offensive firepower. That's the only reason why, dude. That Stop is absolutely dude, their defense the shut the fucking Niners down. If you have two more, if, if you have fucking Christian McCaffrey instead of Jordan Mason going, I know. But the great yes. thing about the Niners is like they pull dudes off the fucking street that end up fucking being good at running back. Come on, man! You you are stretching there. No. You are stretching there. No, because that's what that's what Niner fans say. That's why Kyle's a genius. Jeff Kyle Wilson. did not. Raheem Kyle Mostert. did not call a good game today. 
I think the but I think the Cleveland Kyle, is like has. like uh, what Olson said. You have the uh, you have the game plan for either Debo going out. You have the game plan for McCaffrey going out, but you don't have the game plan for both of them going out. They didn't utilize Kittle enough, and that was the that was the end of it. Yep. You got fucking lucky. And Browns. you cannot, you cannot disagree with that. And I see I mean, you're luck, shitting. You, I is see a, you're shitting, eating grin on your face. Luck, you cannot disagree with that. Luck is, uh, you know, it's part of it, dude. But like, mm-hmm. the Browns were still in position to win the game, dude, because they are a good defensive team. And like, the reason why I picked the, why I like the Browns is because the weather, and they have one of the best defenses. And both those two things came to fruition. And Gave the Browns the opportunity to win the game. The Browns would not have been there if they didn't. You can't say that because, dude, the Niners only had, like, two good drives the entire game. And one of them. Both of them were in the first quarter. And the last and the very final drive. Then they had three. But, dude, you you can't take away all the other drives, dude, where both those dudes were on the field. Like, the Browns defense did their thing. Both of those dudes were not on the field. Browns defense is good. Tip your cap uh, to them. I do, again, yes, I will. I will. But no, you cannot, Any you cannot given be Sunday fucking Benjamin. Shannon Sharp douchebag over here and Any say given, that. I'm not saying Brock Purdy sucks, dude. I, I I definitely don't think Brock Purdy is the best quarterback, and like, I'm glad we can finally put that to rest. Like, Dude needs everything perfect around him. He needs Agreed. Debo. He needs fucking Christian McCaffrey. He needs Jerry Rice. He needs T- Terrell Owens. And then... Everyone wants to crown the dude like, oh, he's he's fucking, uh, he's so great. No, he and then is the second, a the second he has, has, and then the second he has any fucking adversity, it's like, oh, that's not. He any doesn't adversary. have Debo. He Ooh. doesn't have Christian McCaffrey, which are offense. two of the best fucking offensive it players in the matter, world. Dude, Come on. you could say that about any quarterback though. That's Bullshit. that's what separates good quarterbacks, dude. Like. Bullshit. We don't we don't sit here we Bullshit. don't sit here and talk about like dude Mahomes is throwing the dudes okay. that can't even catch If Mahomes didn't have Pacheco and Kelsey, Pacheco he would have lost that game. Pacheco and Kelsey, bro, this dude is I, throwing the wide receivers you there. can't even name. They're not even there. Bro, we nah. If Mahomes didn't have Pacheco and Kelsey, he wouldn't be there. Let's let's go through you're, it. You're talking about Pacheco if, and Kelsey like they're fucking okay, the greatest. If Tyree Kill doesn't have a chain and hill, or sorry, if 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 a uh, Tua Tagovailoa doesn't have oh, a chain, oh dude, and that's hill, the only reason why Tua is good, dude. If Dallas doesn't have uh, CD and uh, and uh, uh, fuck, goddamn it, who's the no? That's not if, true. Uh, again, you take every single Bro. top wide receiver and top no. running back out of the game, they're not winning that game. Dude, Brandon Ayuk is a top wide receiver on the Niners. No, He's still Brandon playing. Ayuk is not. Get the yes, fuck he out is, of here. Dude, that's, that's, Are you fucking that's kidding Brock me? Purdy's Are you dumb? One fucking Are you target. dumb? No, I'm You're not. Dumb. That's Brock Purdy's number one target. Dude, go look at the stats. He targets Brandon Ayuk Get way more than he fuck. targets. You're dumb. Oh the only God. reason why the only reason why Debo is so important is because you can line him up all Starts over the Starts after field. catch. Brandon, and he can Brandon run the Ayuk ball. is a better wide And he can run the ball. Brandon Ayuk is no. more important for Brock no. Purdy. Get the fuck out of here. You're no. No. I'm no. dead ass. That's and we're sitting here talking about ridiculous. Brock Purdy like he's such a great quarterback. And the second he loses two guys, everyone's like, oh fuck, man, this guy this dude looks like shit. Bro, fuck. If you take if you take your top running back and your top wide receiver from any team, 
your your wide receiver, your quarterback is gonna look like shit, dude. Patrick Mahomes throws the guys that wouldn't even make the Niners roster. If Patrick and Mahomes, one, dude. If Patrick Mahomes didn't have his top running back or top wide Bro, receiver, Kelsey's been hurt all year, dude. He lost Kelsey in the Minnesota game. He fucking won the game, dude. Like, come on, man. They what ran the ball with fucking Pacheco. Yeah, dude. Oh, now now Pacheco's Barry Sanders, I guess. I'm not. He's still their top running back. Doesn't matter, dude. He's not. It that, does matter. He wouldn't be the top running back on probably. Tell half me the a team. Teams. Tell me a team that wins the game without their top dude, running back and top just, running. You receiver. can't just be like. Tell me a team. Oh, tell me a team. You can't just be tell like. Oh, this this player is the top player on this team. team, so he's a great player. Like that's tell not how, that's not how that it works, their dude. Game. Tell me a team. Dude, that the wins. Lions I lost anything. The Lions lost anything from you. The Lions lost. If you would stop talking, I would tell you the Lions lost David Montgomery today. They win. They win twenty to three. Oh, a top running back and a top wide receiver? Bro, fuck out of here, man. Brock, Against the top defense? Brock Purdy's Give mid. me a fucking break. Brock Purdy's mid. Give me a fucking break. Brock Purdy is mid. He's not that uh, good. I don't disagree with you on that, but give me a team that doesn't and have their top wide receiver make, you and can their make top all, running back. You can make all the excuses, bro, but I know yeah, the Niners you are You have in, not told me the, one. The, the Niners are You have in, not told me one. You told me a team that I'll lost their right, wide dude, receiver or the, the, sorry, the, the top running back. The Chiefs everybody and they'll still win. Okay. They do. Against the top defense? Yep. Okay. I don't care, dude. They still got the best quarterback in the world. Yep. They, you don't even need the top quarterback when you are losing two of your top players. Give me a break. Bro, Pat Mahomes could throw... Dude, this dude throws the fucking bums off the street, and he's the best quarterback. Yep. 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 Okay. You ever watch Pat Mahomes play? Oh, no. I've never watched fucking well, Pat then Mahomes why, play, Why are you questioning it like it's, like it's so because crazy he, theory, Because if he dude. loses two of his top players, he's not winning the fucking game. There is not a quarterback in this league that loses their top wide receiver and their dude, top running back and doesn't lose the fucking game. You can't say that because it very rarely happens. So like we could sit here and make all the hypotheticals, but I'm telling you right now, if Brock Purdy it was better, happen. if Brock Purdy was as one good, fucking quarterback, bro, he still that. has George Kittle an All Pro tight end. He still has Brandon Ayuk an All Pro wide receiver, and we're sitting here making excuses because Christian McCaffrey you're, you're and at, Debo Samuel got hurt. You're, you're he is an All Pro left top. tackle, Hall of Famer. He is fucking. Dude, he has more talent on that team than anybody else combined. And we're sitting here talking about, oh my god, he lost Christian McCaffrey and, and Debo. Oh, boo-hoo. Nobody's going to win. Fuck out of here. Patrick Mahomes is a good enough quarterback. Josh Allen is a good enough quarterback. Jalen Hurts is a good enough quarterback to the point where they will overcome those. Jalen Hurts didn't even fucking win with his top quarterback or top wide receiver and running back today. It's one game. But yeah, I'm telling you this right is now, one game. They're bro, five and one. Give me a break. They look better than Brock Purdy looked today. Brock Purdy looked like shit. Dude. Oh, absolutely. He didn't play great. I wonder why. Yeah, because he doesn't have it. He doesn't have a perfect top. situation. That's what he they needs. They're going against the top defense. That's all I wanted league. to hear is Brock Purdy needs everything perfect around him for him to be good. Thank you. Now we move. You're a fucking joke. Ah, that, you just admitted it. He Give needs. Me a he break. needs everything. He needs everything to be perfect, bro. He needs. He needs two all-pro wide receivers, an all-pro tight oh end, and an all-pro running back for him to you're be You're making good. major assumptions. That's a fucking joke. Oh, you just said that. You're making... No, I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. You said, well, how is he supposed to look when he loses his top running back and top against, wide receiver? Against the top defense Bro, would it look like that league. against anybody? Give he's, me a fucking He's break. mid, bro. You're a joke. You're a joke. He's mid. He's... A better than mid. You're a fucking joke. Have fun. Uh, he's pretty. With he's pretty Dobbs, mid, dude. You piece of shit. He's pretty mid. He's he's he might be top tier mid quarterback though. 
Oh, he might be top tier mid quarterback. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking backpedal. There's there's Patrick Mahomes. He's no Patrick Mahomes. We obviously fucking know he's no Patrick. Yeah, and he's Mahomes. not he's not in that next tier either of the Josh Allen. Yeah, and, and, but again, Patrick Mahomes still doesn't win against the top defense without his top wide receiver and his top running back. Nobody does. Dude. Nobody does. Against the top defense. Pat Mahomes would never look does. as bad as nobody fucking today. does against the top defense. Pat Mahomes lost everything Flip in it. that Super Bowl and, Flip and it. looked better. Um what was I going to say though? Uh, Jesus Christ! I put I put Brock Purdy on like the same level as Tua. Like both those dudes need everything perfect around them. I'm fine with putting Brock Purdy with Tua because Tua's mid too. Like if Tua didn't have Tua's Tua, better than Tua's top third. Nah, because if Tua didn't have all that talent around him, he he definitely wouldn't be as good. You're it, that's just like you saying, oh, they have to play with the team that's in front of them. They do, but I'm, I'm yeah. But I know, like we've they're seen, than we, we've seen Tua without Tyree. They're Kill. better. Seen, they're in the top uh, half of the fucking league. All right, we need to we need to move through this. Uh, Jesus Christ! Jacksonville, Indy. Jacksonville closes four point Indy favorites. Total forty three and a half. Minshew sucks, dude. Minshew looked good at coming into this Minshew game. Did not look good today. Not not today. Uh, <laughs> Jacksonville, they were getting after him, dude. They were. Pittman made some fucking catches to make Minshew look decent today. They were getting, they were getting after him, man. They were really pressuring him. Thirty-three for fifty-five. He had fifty-five fucking attempts. Today. Well, I mean, they were down like twenty-one the whole game, so yeah. like, they had to throw it. They were yeah. down twenty-one to three in the second quarter. It's like, dude, you you kind of have to throw the ball all the time. Yeah, thirty-one to six at the end of the third. Um, but Jacksonville's starting touchdowns. to, they're starting to click, Ben. Yep, they're starting to. To really get it together, and now that that defense is coming around, dude, uh, what a fucking pickup! And I, I know he didn't make that much of a change change today, but of uh, Calvin Ridley, in the off season last year when he was out, like that's a fucking pickup. Yeah, they definitely needed a a wide receiver one for sure, and yeah. uh, Calvin Ridley is that guy. And he's changing yeah. a lot of the coverages, and like we saw Christian Kirk kind of get loose today, so yeah. Uh, Minnesota, they were three point. They were three, three point favorites. Uh, total was forty four and a half. They went nineteen to thirteen. Justin Fields got hurt. Um, no, no Justin Jefferson today. Obviously, um, this game was a fucking. This game was a shit show. Um, yeah, I, this is one I should have bet under, and I'm really frustrated that I didn't. But even when Justin Jefferson, I mean, I'm sorry. Even when Justin Fields was in there, dude. Once again, he. Uh, you know, when he's not playing the two worst defenses in the league, he just looks pretty average. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think he's the – I definitely don't think he's the answer, but uh, Minnesota I mean, gets honest, the dub. I don't see he, many more wins for Minnesota either, though. Nah, that team sucks. Yeah. So does they Chicago. They play the Bears, Bears again. They play the Saints. The Falcons, that's probably it. The North is honestly pretty trash. The Lions yep. might absolutely run away with the division. But the Lions are running running away with this division. Mm-hmm. I I don't I thought the Packers would be more competitive, dude, but their Agreed. offensive line is so bad, dude. It is, yeah. And it's yeah. it's a definite it's an issue. They're a year away. Yeah. I but but also Minnesota could be a year away if they pick up a good you know uh uh quarterback here. 
Yeah, I mean, and they're going to have a decent pick. So I think Cousins is a good quarterback, but like Cousins is one of those quarterbacks again. Like he needs everything perfect around him. Like he needs a good defense. Yeah. He needs a good offensive line. He needs a perfect situation. And like they, the Vikings just don't have that right now. Um. All right. Next game: Washington at Atlanta. This game was absolute fucking comedy, dude. As as the Atlanta Falcons literally had three drives at the end of the game to fucking win this game or at least tie it, yep. and they could not fucking do it because Desmond Ritter fucking sucks, dude. I know. He might be the worst quarterback in the NFL, dude, and I'm not, I'm not even joking when I say that. I'd, to be honest, I don't know if he is the worst, but he's there. He's definitely up there, dude. He's up there with the Daniel Joneses of the world. I was gonna say Mac Bro, Jones. So. If they if they had average <laughs> if they had average QB play in this game, Ben, they win by like fucking three oh, touchdowns, dude. Yep. Like that's easily. how trash he was, bro. I love it because I have uh, a decent Sam Howell memorabilia that I need to uh, unload now because of their record and and where they're going the rest of the season, but. I think Howell's only going to get better, but, dude, like, Washington literally, they were, like, super... Rest of the season. They were super conservative in the second half, and, like, they couldn't even really move the ball. And Atlanta, like, again, dude, they had every fucking opportunity, bro, and, like, could just not capitalize, man. I mean, I think next week, Washington and uh, New York Giants is going to be a fucking barn burner there. Oh, yeah. But... Daniel Jones plays, they probably win out. The Giants probably win because the, the only team yeah, that full can beat Jones is the fucking playing, the commies. Um, yeah, all right, let's move to the London game. Baltimore, Tennessee. Baltimore closed five and a half point favorites. 41 and a half was a total. Baltimore wins. Tennessee actually had the ball at the goal line to end the game and fucking didn't even score. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Both these teams kind of suck. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Baltimore is definitely better than Tennessee, but they're not anything special. Yeah, no, I agree, dude. I don't think they're... Uh... Lamar can't do everything against a good team. They're yeah. asking him to do everything against every team. Tennessee's just a funny team, man. Like, one week they look hella good, the next week they look like shit. It's tough to take I mean, anything away from these London games because it's just such a fucking shit show but again Tannehill getting hurt could be a good thing it gets Malik in and gives Willis or sorry Levis a little bit of time I as think, a backup instead of a third I think Malik Willis is going to end up being better than Levis yeah personally I, I don't disagree with that at all but I think both of them are better than Tannehill Tannehill's not bad but Tannehill's kind of over the hill I know he's not that old but it's just so that, again, it's that like old, old style of NFL, and you got to adjust to what is happening. And Tannehill is not a mobile quarterback. Oh, and he's not a good, he's not a good passer either. So yeah. <laughs> when you put it, yeah. he's not that mobile anymore, and that he's not yeah. a good thrower, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, top five teams this week, Ben. What's your top five? Um, all right. So number five. Oh man, this is tough. Um, number five. 
I think I got to go with the Detroit Lions. Um, big win this week. Uh, I think they're going to win the division. That's that's rough. There, number four. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're finally coming back down to earth with the teams that they have to play. Um, I think they're going to go with a much um, – they're going to come back down to earth. They're going to kind of go back to the norm uh, with their schedule coming forward. Um, they're only a plus 31 run, uh, run differential, score differential um, compared to other teams which are – you know, much closer to the hundred area. Uh, number th- three, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins, um, a team that hasn't played a lot of tough offenses here, but they do score a lot of run, a lot of runs, a lot of points, 133, which is well above any team uh, in NFL right now. Number two, uh, this is tough. Uh, number two, I'm going to go San Francisco. Um, this is only because number one has the better quarterback, uh, Patrick Holmes, Kansas City. Damn, we're going Chiefs number one. All right. Yeah. Um, I got Jags number five, Chiefs number four. Chiefs offense has been dog shit. Their defense is actually carrying that fucking team. Yep. 88 points allowed. Uh, number three, I got the, the Lions. only team better? San Francisco. Number three, I got the Lions. Number two, I got the Eagles. Number one, I got the Niners still. Yeah. I think the Niners roster is the best. I think the Eagles are second. And the Lions are, man, that's a sneaky good team, bro. Like, yeah. they're a good, they have a good defensive line, a great offensive line. They rush the passer well. They're able to rush the football. They're able to run the football. Jared Goff has been, like, sneaky fucking good this year. Um, my only concern yeah. for the Lions is, like, how Jared Goff looks in cold weather towards the end of the year because he's notoriously bad on the road in cold weather. So, yeah. And he plays in the division, obviously, with a lot of cold weather teams. So, yeah. We'll see how the how the Lions fare out. But, yeah, I got the Lions number three right now, man. I definitely and, like, think Lions top are five one injury away from, like, devastation see but that's the thing dude i think the lions are one of the deeper teams because they they've had so many draft picks recently like yeah they're they're a deep team dude i think they're I, one of I, the deeper teams they're just one of those teams that like they need everybody in my opinion i feel like so. that's kind of everyone but yeah i think mean, offensive line might be one of the, might be the best in the in the league to be honest and when you can control both both the line of scrimmage on offense and defense, you always have a fucking chance. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, let's move into the Monday night football game. We got the Lions. I mean, I'm sorry, the Cowboys at the Chargers. Cowboys are one and a half, two point favorites, depending on on where you get it. Uh, the total is at fifty and a half to fifty one, depending on the on the shop. What do you think about this game here? I, just, I to be honest, I think you just have to take Dallas in the sense that. They are coming off a horrendous loss to the Niners. Uh, They have so much to prove. And and I just don't necessarily think that that L.A. has the intensity that they they need to win this game. Um, They come off of two great wins against Vegas and Minnesota. But, again, those are teams that they should be beating or teams at at their own personal level. 
Um, I think the San Francisco game was an embarrassment to to Dallas, and they need to come back and win this game handily. Uh, I think defensively, the Chargers struggle against the pass, and that's where Dallas is really going to need to exploit the the Chargers' defense, and that's a place where they can. Um, I would go C.D. Lamb over everything, and um, you know because of how. Uh, frustrated he was from this game. I think Dax to CD is going to be the move. Yeah, I like the Chargers in this game. Uh, they're coming off the bye, so they have an extra week of rest. Dallas coming off a physical game against the Niners. Also, teams coming off games against the Niners in the last two years are like 20% against a the spread their very next game because obviously the Niners are a pretty physical team. Um, yeah, we're talking one and a half points. Yeah, I, I think the Chargers actually win this game. I don't think they only cover. Like, I would look at the money line, too, but it's plus 108, so getting a point and a half could land on one and save yourself trouble, especially knowing the Chargers because the Chargers find weird-ass ways to fucking lose games. So <clears throat> you never know what the fuck's going to happen in this one. But I think having the bye week and having an extra week of preparation definitely benefits the Chargers, especially because, remember... Justin Herbert had that finger injury against the Raiders. It gives him an extra week of uh, of rest there, and they get an extra week of rest to get some of their players back on defense. So I like I like the Chargers in this game, dude. I, I don't think Dallas is that good, and Justin Herbert's the best quarterback on the field in this game. I think the yeah. I think the Chargers' offense is too talented, and honestly, if you look at Dallas and what they've done, they've beat up on some bad fucking teams, dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and they're. Too- I, I think a, a big thing here is who they get back, who who the Chargers get back, because Eckler is supposed to be back, but is Josh Palmer, is Joey Bosa, is Gilman? I think they're all back. Joey yeah. Bosa is not even on the injury report. Oh yeah, he's questionable, he's but he practiced. Yeah. He practiced, so yeah. he definitely in a. He's definitely in a play. I think that. Uh, I just think I I think the Chargers are the better team, dude. To be honest, and if Dallas loses this game, they might, it, bro. I mean, they I think they do. Is that the end of their season, right there? No, nah, but I mean, like, I think it's time we have to start putting Dallas in perspective. Like, they've dominated bad teams. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, and then they got bullied by the Cardinals. They got fucking absolutely dominated by the Niners. But then they come back against the Rams, who have good defense, and then the Eagles. They could lose three, four straight. Yeah, my only thing with the Rams, though, dude, is like... It's a huge question mark. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Because they get the Rams at home, and Dallas is good at home. Yeah. just pulled the nerve. So I, I do like, I do like the Chargers in this game. Um, All right, let's move on to some MLB, Ben. Um, let's take a quick break i gotta go get a drink i'm going uh, under 51 on this game all right we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back talk some baseball
Make sure to go to Sharps, download the Sharps app on any of your mobile devices, iPhone, Android, Google Pixel, whatever you got. Download the Sharps app. Use promo code George517. It's free to sign up. Track your bets. Become a better better. It's awesome. We're waiting for a big ball and Ben to get back. Um, but while we wait for him. We'll sit here and we'll uh, we'll discuss the uh, the great baseball postseason so far, and uh, you know I definitely want to talk MLB postseason with Ben because it's it's been a wild fucking wild wild postseason. Rangers haven't lost a game, and you know we were talking earlier today, and, and uh, you know I honestly I stopped betting baseball because. It's just been it's been crazy. I stopped betting it this year, but we're we're talking about the the Rangers and in, in Astros game one, and I'm you know you look at all the advancing analytics and you see how good Houston is against left-handed pitching, and Ben's back. He's back joining us. Welcome back, Ben. Talking shit about Menendez again. Now I was I was just uh, talking about the Rangers and you know how we were talking earlier, and it's like everything you looked at was like. Houston was the right side, but you know Jordan Montgomery goes out there and throws six and the third scoreless innings. Yeah, bullpen gives up zero runs and and the Rangers went two nothing and it's like all regular season, especially like the last month of the season, the Rangers really fucking struggled. Like their their starting rotation looked bad, their bullpen looked bad, and their bullpen looked bad all fucking year. But so yeah. far in the playoffs, I mean. They've been fucking nails, and, and Jordan Montgomery, 17 and a third innings pitch, only four earned runs, 2.08 ERA in the postseason. Motherfucker looks like Randy Johnson. Yep. You know, the postseason has just been, it's it's been insane, and like, um, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, a lot of people are talking, and like, they're saying the format is just, it's ruined, you know, as like the four best teams with the four best records all went one and nine in the postseason. But that's not it, though. Like, it's the better managed games. It's the better, like, uh, it's the players on the field. Like, there are regular season teams and there are postseason teams. And, you know, the big thing is the pitching. And teams that can win in the regular season aren't necessarily going to win in the offseason because there's so much emphasis on pitching. Yeah, and but the at the that, same time, too, is, like, everybody focuses on home runs and being like, oh, this this team hits a ton of home runs in the regular season and they're not going to win. Dude, if you look at the postseason this year, the team that hits more home runs than the other team is undefeated. Yeah. In the game. So, like, yeah. home runs is important. and It is. Because, because you can strike with one fucking swing of the bat, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do think that it's, like, Everybody criticizes like that that style of play is like oh it's either home run or nothing but it's like I'm watching this postseason and it's like 
bro, teams that get on base, it doesn't even matter because they can't get a fucking run home, dude. They can't get that fucking timely hit. But then it's like, you have the, the Diamondbacks versus the Dodgers the other night, dude. They hit four fucking home runs, four solo home runs, Ben, and they yeah. won the game. It wasn't like yeah. they hit fucking timely. Like, dude, they had four solo home runs in the fucking third inning, and they win the game. Yeah. The the Dodgers had bases loaded like three times and couldn't fucking get a timely hit to get a fucking runner in. And yeah. They lose the game. But again, it's it, it it's all focused on pitching. It's the... Pitching's uh, definitely... Like, you have to have good pitching for sure. But you also have to have hitting. Uh, absolutely. And I think that goes by the wayside. Because, I mean, look at the look at the Phillies, bro. Like, the Phillies are winning games like 8-3, to 8-2. to yeah. two Because they're just putting up so many fucking runs, it doesn't matter. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, if I'm going to push anything, and I think the Phillies in Arizona, it's every single game that I'm, I'm fucking going over here. Um, you know, even with aces on the hill, these teams put up runs. And that's something that we don't we we see in the NL. We don't necessarily see in the AL. Texas put up, you know, four or five runs, but they didn't allow a lot of runs coming into this uh, this series. And Houston put up; they can put up runs, but again, same thing. Montgomery pitched a fucking ace today, and they didn't put up a, a single run. What do you do? Six and two thirds. Um, Six and a third. Yeah. You know, and Verlander pitched great today too, but again, in when you have two good pitchers, it's it's that timely hitting. And Texas had that in the first two innings. After that, Verlander kind of settled in, but you got to take those opportunities when you can. And and Texas did that, and I think the younger teams are going to do that, which is why I think we might see a Texas Arizona final here. I don't know, Be- dude. I mean, I I think. I think, the I, Phillies I think are the, Houston and Philly are the better teams, but I think Texas and Arizona take the opportunities that are handed to them. I think Arizona has a chance because they have Gallon and Kelly, and if those two pitch how they pitched last series, yeah. and they can definitely win. However, you know the Phillies don't have any slouches in their starting rotation either, and, and they also have a yeah, third starter in Ranger Suarez who's pitching really well. And you got to remember, this is a seven game series. This isn't a five game series. Yeah, Ranger Suarez is a huge question mark to me. I, I agree with really you. you well. You've got you've got Wheeler, you've got Nola. Nola is a huge question mark to me as well. Nola pitched well, like almost every other start during the season. So, is he going to come up? Is he going to come up big? He did last game. He did the game before, but Arizona's a different beast. They put up runs, which is something that they haven't. They, they have haven't in the faced. playoffs. Yeah. But they haven't pit, faced pitching like the Phillies either. That's true. Arizona just could not put up runs. And and that's, or sorry, um, um, Atlanta could not put up runs. And that's, was that a product of Philly or was that a product of cold bats? Could be both. Arizona did not, or sorry, uh, Atlanta did not look good the last two weeks of the season. Yeah, the funny thing is, is neither did the Diamondbacks or the Rangers, and both those teams looked fucking good in the playoffs. <laughs> Damn true, yeah. It's just comedy. Uh, yeah. But I, I like the Phillies to win the NL. And I do I, I, I think I the Phillies honestly it, but... win, though. I think they win the World Series, to be honest. I don't think any, I don't think the Astros, the Astros, is, they, they're not as good at pitching as they did last year. And then on the flip side, like the Rangers, like I just, they don't have as good a pitching either. And, and 
I don't know, man. Like that that Phillies lineup is pretty fucking nasty, dude. And Bryce Harper just seems to be on a fucking mission, dude. He's such a douchebag. Uh, it, I mean, it, it all depends on pitching for me. The Phillies probably have the best pitching, dude. Their bullpen's uh, question mark, but they're Zach starters, Wheeler, man. yes. Aaron Nola, I can't trust. So man, that's he, a huge question mark for me. He looked good in uh, his last start. He did. Though. Oh, I do not that's disagree with Braves you line. at all. Do not disagree with you at all. But. Uh, historically, he's a question mark for me. So I agree. I didn't think he was going to pitch that. I, I, I leaned the Braves in his start, and yep. dude shut me up. Yep. Um, all right, let's get some best bets, man. Let's go, y'all. All right, so uh, first one I'm going to go with is Dallas and uh, the Chargers. I'm going to go under 51 here. Um, I think 51 is too high for this. Uh, I think offensively, it's going to... I think defensively, it's going to come to a good game here. Uh, And then tomorrow, I'm going to go with uh, Houston and Texas. I'm going to go over here at the 137 game. You got Framber Valdez on the hill, and you got Nathan Neobaldi. two, Two pitchers that can absolutely just fucking... What's the, what's the total, eight or eight and a half? Uh, eight and a half. Uh, they can just choke to to, to choke. I, I, I think I'll go first five. Um, it's probably going to be sitting at four and a half at five. Four and a half I love. Five I deal with because you can get the push there. Um, Eovaldi has a 1.34 ERA, but he should not have a 1.32 ERA. Um, pitched well, but he has not... He's pitched out of his mind. He needs to come back down to earth. Um, Rainbow Valdez, it's 10.38 uh, ERA in the uh, the postseason. He needs to come back kind of down to earth. Um, he will, but again, he's going to let runs up. So I'm still going to go over four and a half. I would love five. I'd be okay with. Framber gets in his own head all the fucking time, dude. And- yeah. That's my um, big, that's my biggest thing with him, dude. Is like he gets in his head, and then all hell just fucking breaks loose, dude. Let me see if I get a, a first five back here. I don't think they're up yet. Yeah, it's not up yet. Probably not till tomorrow. But I, I don't have a, I don't have any plays on the postseason, dude. I, honestly, I'm I'm sitting it out right now. If I see a play that I, like I absolutely love, I'll probably hop into it. But uh, yeah, man, I. I've been, uh, baseball's just a weird fucking sport, dude. <laughs> yeah, it only has, uh, Arizona, Philly, first five, over four, I'd still probably go with, uh, ooh, Zach Wheeler and Kellen on the hill, probably not. Yeah, I'm not betting that. Alright, I, I like, uh, the Chargers plus two tomorrow. Like I said earlier, coming off the bye, I just think they're, I think they're the better team, man, and I think they're gonna win this game, dude, I... I don't think this is a spot to back Dallas. I don't. I I like the angle where Dallas got blown out, so like it's a good spot to back them in the sense that like it's a good bounce back spot. But I also think that that the Chargers coming off the bye kind of negates that that spot. So I, I like the Chargers here. The only thing that's like that troubles me back in the Chargers is like, dude, I, this team just loses games in the fucking weirdest fashion, dude. Like, so. Yep. It's it's really tough to to back them, but uh, I, I like the Chargers here. I'm gonna back them. I like the Chargers plus two. 
All right. We go. There we I, go. I do want to shout out uh, Discretion Brewing. Um, this uh, Hole 27, the Hazy IPA, it's a 6.8. It's got, uh, where'd it go? They had their hops. I thought they had their hops listed. Um, 6.8%. It is a very good beer. Um, I would definitely suggest this. And really any discretion brewing, I haven't had a beer that I didn't like there. Um, so if you're ever in the San Jose, San Jose, Santa Cruz, SoCal area, definitely go to, to a discretion brewing. That was good. Yep. Great nice. stuff. I gave it a 4.75 out of five. I also went to hop us on Friday night. Um, uh, a brewing company that I absolutely loved pre pandemic. Um, spent a lot of time there went a lot of fucking dates there um before i met the lady and uh and always will go back so good good beer um outstanding beer now i go to the lost goddess one so a little more class to now nice love it love it yep all right thank you everybody for joining us uh we'll be back on tuesday night we'll be breaking down some nfl football also talking some major league baseball so definitely uh tap in with that if you missed any of the show you can catch up on the podcast available on all podcast formats apple itunes spotify iHeartRadio, uh google wherever you get your podcast you can uh, tap in with us there um so yeah man we really appreciate y'all for hanging out with us uh, we will be back on Tuesday, like I said, NFL preview picks. Um, so for Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, lads. We are out.